Welcome football fans. Buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Let's Talk XFL, the only podcast solely focused on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host Michael Lathrop. Hello football fans. This is episode 20. I'm back. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you've always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code LETSTALKXFL at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. I am back. Can you believe it? The show has reached its 20th episode. It feels as if it were just yesterday that I created Let's Talk XFL and released it to the world. Each day, I am humbled by the show's continued growth and I'm grateful for your continued patronage. So once again, thank you. As I am slowly getting myself back to normal, it is good to be up and about. My absence and recovery had me playing a bit of catch-up. There have been multiple developments that have come about during my absence, which need to be discussed. So let's get to it. Back on February 27th, and 28th, multiple trademark extensions made its rounds via social media. The following teams were among the extensions. The New York Guardians, Seattle Dragons, and St. Louis Battlehawks. Pairing these trademark extensions with those previously leaked just a few months ago, it appears the XFL are preparing for the return of the following teams. Dallas Renegades, Los Angeles Wildcats, New York Guardians, Seattle Dragons, and the St. Louis Battlehawks. I know there will be people who say this doesn't mean much or it doesn't mean these teams are returning. My response to those individuals, if the XFL have no intention of using these trademarks, then why would the league waste financial resources and time in doing so? They sure as heck are not doing it for shits and giggles the league must have an intended use for each of these trademarks. I acknowledge that these could be used simply for merchandising purposes. If so, the XFL could only be offering a vintage line of apparel. Yet, I cannot help but believe that it is much more than that. After all, we are waiting for those teased cities and broadcasting partners, which is why I believe these trademark extensions are tied to the revival of these cities and nicknames. Then on March 4th, XFL Senior Vice President of Player Personnel, Doug Whaley, attended the Sports Analytics Conference presented by ESPN at the MIT Sloan School of Management. On the surface, this doesn't really seem to matter much. But I view it as further behind-the-scenes activity and shows the XFL's commitment to the modernization of football and its own brand. Then on March 10th, the XFL announced the hiring of three additional key front office team members. Paul White is the Vice President of Consumer Product Group Operations. Anthony Zucconi, Vice President of Marketing and Brand. 
and Amanda Yan controller. Per the league's press release, as the vice president of consumer product group operations, White will be responsible for all retail, merchandise, and licensing activities for the XFL and its teams, managing team apparel partners and other endemic categories while developing new retail categories. During his time as part of the XFL team in 2020, White built out the infrastructure of the XFLshop.com, determined product assortment, and managed retail sales in all eight team venues. Prior to joining the league, White worked for several sports and entertainment entities, including the NBA, MVT Networks, HBO, and the USTA, managing consumer products for those iconic brands. White will report to Jordan Salatcher, the league's chief business officer. As vice president of marketing and brand, Zucconi will lead the brand and creative teams to drive the overall brand strategy and development of marketing programs across the league and its teams, oversee performance marketing and fan engagement experiences. Zucconi previously served as the head of marketing for the XFL's New York franchise during the 2020 season, while also working for the league office driving performance marketing strategy and execution across all eight teams. Prior to his time with the XFL, Zucconi spent 15 years in various marketing and community relations roles with major organizations and franchises, such as the Brooklyn Nets and Madison Square Garden, across the New York Knicks and Rangers. Zucconi will report to Janet Doche, the league's chief marketing and content officer. As controller, Yan will oversee key financial and accounting functions, including financial systems, financial reporting, and analysis, monthly close, and internal controls. Yan joins the league for the NBA, where as director of team and labor finance, she played a key role in analyzing team and league financial performance in connection with the NBA's revenue sharing plan. She also implemented a financial planning system and supported the league's international direct-to-consumer products group in her tenure at the NBA. She previously spent five years at Madison Square Garden as manager of finance and accounting for the New York Knicks. Westchester Knicks, and New York Liberty, where she supported the various team and business operations and managed reporting for various financial audits. Yen will report to Bob Gerby, the league's chief financial officer. Also on March 10th, multiple sources reported that Virginia State University head coach Reggie Barlow resigned and he had accepted a job with the XFL. WTVR, CBS 6 Richmond sports anchor and reporter Sean Robertson made a post on his Twitter account, and I quote, Multiple sources have told me that Reggie Barlow has resigned as VSU's head football coach, has been at VSU since 2016, and won a CIAA title in 2017. He went 34-16 at VSU. Sources say he has accepted a job with the XFL. End quote. In the same thread, Robertson further added, and I quote, Multiple sources have told me that Barlow has left VSU to become the new head coach of the San Antonio franchise of the XFL. End quote. In addition to Robertson's tweets, Pro Football Network's Aaron Wilson also posted on his Twitter account addressing the news. And I quote, 
Former Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver Reggie Barlow is the new head coach of the San Antonio XFL franchise. According to a league source, Barlow won a CIAA in 2017, going 10-1, and was 34-16 and overall, and 49-42 and at Alabama State. In the NFL, he had three career returns for touchdowns, end quote. To be fair, as it currently stands, these two respectable journalists reporting are from unconfirmed sources. Now, on the other hand, later in the day at 5 p.m., Virginia State University Athletics' own website posted an article confirming the Trojans' head football coach's departure and acceptance of a head coaching position with the XFL. In the university's article, the Associate Vice President for Intercollegiate Athletics, Peggy Davis, said, and I quote, Virginia State University Department of Athletics would like to thank Coach Reggie Barlow for the leadership he has provided football program over the past six seasons. He graduated our student athletes and prepared the young men for life after football. We wish him the very best as head coach in the XFL Professional League. End quote. For me, this is confirmation and proof that Reggie Barlow is making the move to the XFL. It is common practice for institutions to conduct exit interviews with individuals resigning from positions. Anyone who has ever partaken in a similar process knows the individual leaving typically informs the institution of the reasoning and even destination of their future employment. I also see this as evidence that the XFL have already been identifying and negotiating with head coaching candidates. It could even mean that Barlow is not the only head coach with the XFL under contract. If so, this is wonderful news. It would mean that head coaches and potentially their staffs could be in place prior to the Players' Combine in June. However, the San Antonio portion of the original reports have not been confirmed by anyone. So, we will have to wait and see what sidelines Barlow will be commanding. Then, on March 18th, the XFL social media accounts posted multiple pictures of college pro days that league executives attended. This is evidence that the league has been grinding out recruiting behind the scenes. CJ Cavazos, David Dykeman, Doug Whaley, and even Mark Ross have been among those hitting the recruiting trail. To share with you, here are the stops made by each of these executives. David Dykeman attended Auburn's, Georgia's, Clemson's, Northwestern, South Carolina, and Wisconsin's, while C.J. Cavazos attended Eastern Michigan, Michigan, Texas, Texas State, and the Under Armour Next Camp Series. Doug Whaley attended Michigan State's. Mark Ross was at the National Football League's Combine. In addition to these, each of the named executives attended numerous College Bowl and All-Star Games. It has also been reported by the American National Combines that XFL scouts will be in attendance for their combine on April 9th. This is further proof that the XFL are well at work. Personally, I believe that the XFL will be in a much better position than that of its counterparts, Major League Football and the USFL. The XFL's approach and long-term commitment to the scouting process provides a deeper analysis of the talent pool.
I also see it as being able to have a higher quality player combine in June, while allowing for a longer window to secure player contracts for the league's draft. It is apparent that the XFL is not going to be rushed. It will be well prepared for the 2023 season. Also on March 18th, reports surfaced that former Los Angeles Wildcats quarterback Josh Johnson signed a one-year contract with the Denver Broncos. It was confirmed by Johnson's agent, Doug Hendrickson, via Twitter. And I quote, Congrats, Josh Johnson and Denver Broncos. You are getting a great player in person. End quote. Johnson is anticipated to be the second-string quarterback to Russell Wilson. This signing essentially removes any potential of him returning to the XFL in 2023. Lastly, on March 19th, the Pittsburgh Steelers made the following post on its Twitter account. And I quote, We interviewed the following candidates for our general manager position this week. Jerry Reese, Rick Spielman, Doug Whaley. End quote. I have to say this is a bit surprising. The possibility of the XFL losing its senior vice president of player personnel before February's 2023 kickoff is far from ideal. However, the potential loss wouldn't be detrimental to the league and its continued preparation. Since Whaley's appointment in November, he has been all over the collegiate landscape scouting. Whaley has been the most identifiable XFL staff member at bowl games, all-star games, and pro days. As I have previously mentioned, he has been compiling a list of target players for June's player combine. I think it would be safe to assume his efforts combined with that of C.J. Cavazos, David Dykeman, and even Mark Ross, have amassed quite the pool of players. Perhaps the league is already in contact with those players' representation to ensure those targeted will be in attendance for the players' combine. After all, it is just a little over two months away. For the XFL's sake, I hope the Pittsburgh Steelers opt for one of the other finalists. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Let's Talk XFL. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform of choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retros by 503 Sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Let's Talk XFL, or 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, cheers. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Let's Talk XFL on your platform of choice. Follow Let's Talk XFL on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Talk XFL. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to letstalkxfl at gmail.com.